The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who follow it. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house. And anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday, and we're going to get to that in just a moment. But if you would like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you'd like to join in on the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the faces made for radio along with my guest host today and um, all the information that we're going to be showing you. You can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, scroll down on the right side of the page, and there you're going to find uh, that we are going live. And boy, that number doesn't look right. I don't think this thing updates. When I pull that page up, I don't think the page updates for whatever reason because it never changes uh, as far as I know. Anyway, you can enlarge that and um, you can join us on the platform 
in, by clicking the icon at the bottom and join us in the chat. Lots of friends there this morning. Good morning to all you guys. Good to have some of you back. I know some of you have been in the uh, the old Facebook jail there, so it's good to have you guys back. Right above that's Bradley's show from yesterday. You can click on that if you want to watch it, if you missed it. And then he'll be live <clears throat> right in that section this afternoon, Lord willing, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central at sonslibertymedia.com. And just above those is where you can enter your email address and subscribe to the page. We don't rent your email. We don't sell it. We don't spam you. You get one email from us a day. Again, that includes the morning show archive. So many times, you know, I watch the uh, the chat. I leave the chat up like in the corner of my screen or whatever till Bradley comes on. And uh, some people come in late and everything, and they go, and I am seeing some of the comments. Well, where can I find that? Or where do I see that? You get that in the morning show archive. It'll be under the same title or something close to what the video platform is. Go to sonslibertymedia.com or check your email if you sign up for the email. It'll be in there. Any of the documents, videos, shows that I reference or any of that stuff, I try to keep all that in line. So if I miss something, it's usually something that might be somewhat insignificant, but it might be significant to the person wanting it. And so they should be in that archive. So I try to do that with each uh, archive that I do so that you guys have that. So you can come behind me. You can look at it yourself. Or maybe you got friends who challenge you on some things. You can share that with them. And uh, for me, I think that's a, a great way. You don't want to have to go running around for a whole bunch of stuff. You can just go and, and get it all in one place. So that's why I do that. All right. Also, if you'd like to help us and you're able to help us, and you agree with the message, then there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can click on that and make a one-time donation. Also, you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also at the top of the page. You can click on that. And then we've got our store. And in that, lots of products there. This week, we are highlighting the Cowards Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirt. So with that said, I had... I went into a store and a lady saw that I had that on and she read across it and she goes, and then she read the script, script, scripture reference down at the bottom. She goes, I didn't know that was in the Bible. I said, well, it's not in the Bible per se. It's not what the Bible says as far as a, you know, verse, a verse in the Bible we can find. It's a scripture reference that ties to it about how we're not to be cowards and, uh, and we are to be those who stand up and uphold the law. And so we've got those in like 10 different colors. Um, I think this last time Stephanie went crazy with the Heathers. Uh, this is like the Heather sunset or something like that. And then there's like a, I think there's a military greens Heather or something like that. I I think that's it right there. Um, and then you've got an indigo and a red and a red Heather and all these others, uh, different colors in there. You can get them for 20 bucks, but if you get one or two or three or whatever you get of this shirt, before midnight on Saturday, and you enter the promo code REPUBLIC10, that's REPUBLIC with the number 10, all one word, you'll get 10% off the shirts that you get. Uh, that Well, these shirts, not any others, but these shirts. So uh, if you've been waiting to pick one of these up, now's the time to do it. Use REPUBLIC10, and you will get 10% off of that. Now, this is uh, this is REPUBLIC. This is <laughs> Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Forgive me, I've had two nights of being up past my bedtime and I'm in desperate need of a nap this morning. <laughs> I really am. But this is um, Rotten to the Core Wednesday. And as always, we bring on the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, good morning. I hope everyone had a nice July 4th uh, weekend, holiday, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
Hope your pets didn't drive you too crazy with all the fireworks that were going <laughs> off or the people who were, you know, hiding, because I know that there are some people who don't do too well with that. But um, with that said, some people don't too, do too well with those sorts of things because of something called post-traumatic stress disorder, which falls under the guise of mental health issues. And that's what our show is going to be about today is the usurpation of the government, both from the global level to the federal level to the state level, and how education has been manipulated to supposedly address those needs. And um, one of the things I wanted to point out before we really get into it, Tim, is that in my article, I give you a small section about the danger of nudges, that sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, and that professionals who are trained in mental health services are the ones who should be showing when we need encouragement. Because sometimes when you have that person who's on a ledge, whether it's figuratively or literally, the wrong words could have disastrous results. And I wanted to point out that in the Bible, Elijah was terribly depressed God did not come and beat him over the head and say, you know, get up, pull yourself up. You got to get on medication. You got to go to counseling. You you know, you just got to, you know, stop feeling sorry for yourself. He didn't beat him over the head with any of these other things. What did he do? He sent an angel to comfort him. And sometimes these people who are being run through the system, that's all they need is some comfort. I know there are people who do need the services. I'm not saying across the board we shouldn't have any. My point is always when it's run through the common core machine, the the, the end result is disaster. And what we've seen with the manipulation of education, especially in the name of social and emotional learning and the mental health and the support systems and all that that go with it is that a lot of times people are mislabeled, misdiagnosed, over-medicated, under-medicated, uh, and their lives become an open book for the government to come in and say, well, you're not doing that right and beating them over the head. Well, that's exactly right. And you made mention of that, of, of coming along and comforting. And of course, the old term of comforting is, is kind of this idea of spurring them on, pushing them on. And, um, we were talking about that when we were going through the book of Job. Matter of fact, this past Sunday, we were talking about mm-hmm. when we were going through Job, how his friends came along and they, you know, gave all these uh, theological treatises against Job. You know, you're in sin. This is going on. You know, God's angry with you. All this other stuff. You need to repent mm-hmm. and all this other. And Job just sits quietly. And it's, you know, the pastor said, sometimes. People just need you, even not to even say anything, just to come and be there with them. Just to be there. Just to be there. There's there's something to that. So I I tend I I really agree because I think that's the exactly the example of scripture, because it tells us we rejoice with those who are rejoicing, we weep with those who are weeping, and don't isn't that how we how we care for one another in doing that? Well, absolutely. But one of the things about this social and emotional learning twist, Tim, is that. Anything that's that's uh, branded negative, anger, um, uh, jealousy, uh, any of those supposed negative emotions, we're not supposed to honor. We're only supposed to look after the ones that are considered happy emotions. And and we've spent a, a ton of time 
on this very topic. And this is where the social emotional manipulation from the common core machine has come in is because they said, oh, well, we need to address the whole child. Uh, well, the, the whole child's always been addressed. It's just some things were the school's business and some things were the parents' business. Mm. And, and social and emotional needs, by and large, are supposed to be at the the uh, hands and feet of the parents. But we've seen the school come in and take it over. But especially in this age of resilience and grit and all these things that you know we've talked about before, which we know is tied to the uh, resilience movement that Rockefeller has funded that also ties into the United Nations. And what we're seeing is that the United Nations Comprehensive Mental Health Plan which was supposed to be from 2013 to 2020, don't think they haven't re-upped it. Now, I've not been able to find the um, improved document, but I know it's going to be out there because here we are in 2021. But if you look at the 2013 to 2020 comprehensive mental health plan, which I do have an image in my article uh, for folks to see, you're going to see that a lot of the... um, resilience, the grit, the social and emotional learning components are tied there. And again, this is not just for K through 12. This is not just for public education. This is an across the board community wide grasp to have the 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 powers that be come in and micromanage not only your emotions, but your mind. And over with the Liberty Bells on the past four Thursday mornings, we've been looking into some of the ways that this is playing out in 2021, and it's absolutely frightening. And don't think that America didn't have anything to do with it, even though the European Union is all over it, and the United Nations is all over it, because in the documentation, you're going to find that there were several American, not only higher education entities, but several medical United States entities that helped create this particular plan. So we're going to see it show up in its entirety. And the way that this is supposed to show up, Tim, is that it's going to use government public policy to drive mind control of its citizens. Well, they're already doing it now. I right, mean, we've seen right. it over the, this this whole COVID nonsense. The right. the policies that are not law driving the mind control of the people, and then when the people pick up that their narrative is falling, uh, they just up, they they up the ante on their fear mm-hmm. tactics and say, "We've got a variant, so you know you got to be vigilant yeah. here." And all that it, 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 that's been going on for some time, and, but now you're, you're you're talking about they're solidifying it in the mm-hmm. education system. Right, right. It is. Um, One of the shows we did, we showed you where uh, they're going to even start using uh, parent school education contracts through the government to ensure that you're going to get Johnny and Susie to the school. So that's just one of the things coming. But anyway, I don't want to divert too much from from our topic today. If you would show that almost Tower of Babel-like image, please. It was the first one in the email. I wanted folks to see that this is the the snow job that people are giving you when they talk about social and emotional skills, as they call it. Now, this is one of the things that we've noticed about the shift in education. Everything has to be a skill. Your emotions are not a skill, Tim. They're absolutely not. They are what? They're just plain parts of you that are your feelings, right? Uh, That's what it seems to be. That's what it seems to be. But no, this is saying that it needs to be a skill. 
which is why we're seeing the shift in all the skill-based education and these social and emotional skills have been lumped into what we've called the soft skills. You and I've been over that before, but look at this. This is the non-cognitive skills, okay? Well, what would that be? Think about it. What are some examples of the non-cognitive ones? These are the ones that we don't even have to think about. Breathing is not a skill. Breathing is necessary for life, but it's a non-cognitive. All right. Look at the other side, character. That is not the school's business. Absolutely not. The only way that character would need to come into education is to support what mom and dad have done. All right. Learning mindsets, student agencies, emotional intelligence. Well, Pearson Publishing, which has been so dastardly in the Common Core machine, has EI or EQ, emotional quotient, tied into how employable you are, which is why everything has to be turned as a skill. Because if it's not a skill, then the job market can't measure it. And if they can't measure it, then you don't master it. And if you don't master it, you don't get a job. So there you see the soft skills down at the bottom. But in between, we see the 21st century skills. And to me, this looks like the Tower of Babel. I know it's not, but to me it does. Because this is just, this is showing you that the the common core machine does not really care about your kid other than, or you, other than where are you going to fit in the job market? And I just wanted to point that out. So, yes, they will be willing to use your social and emotional attitudes, values, and beliefs to manipulate. Okay. Uh, yeah. That, uh, Eric made a comment in here. It's a great mm-hmm. comment. Coping with your emotions in a healthy way is a skill. And I agree. It's, part of, it's, it's, called, it's called self-control. Um, we, we, our emotions can go either way. And I often say when we're led by our emotions, we're, we're prone to sin. That's just what happens, but we're to be led first, uh, in our minds by what God has said. We're to call to remembrance the things that God has said. God says those things are to be in our hearts. We're to teach them diligently to our children, not the state, um, not, not the school system per se. And uh, we're to be the ones that are doing that. And so we're to teach them how to deal with it. I, I recall I was telling one of my kids the other day, they, they were, were kind of down about their job and something else was going on and they just looked like they were depressed. And I said, look, don't be so down about it. I said, I understand things come on you, but tomorrow will be a different day. And the day after mm-hmm. that will be a different day. Mm-hmm. So don't mm-hmm. get so focused on it that you can't, you know, function and, uh, and, and you can't uh, uh, do what you're supposed to do and glorifying God because that is not where God wants us to be. He wants us to set our minds on those things that are beautiful and lovely and holy. We've been through this before, um, mm-hmm. but that's where he, he wants us to set our minds to rise above the situation that we're in. And uh, th- some of this stuff, you're exactly right. It has no business in the classroom. But but to be honest, Lynn, they, and not that we're not honest all the time, but but part of the problem is is the breakup of the family. And when the family breaks up, instead of the the mom and dad and, and the siblings coming along to help each other, th- then there's a vacuum created and who's going to fill it? The state. They're going to, this is where you get the tyranny. This, mm-hmm. it, when, mm-hmm. when mom and dad break apart, when um, there's dysfunction in the families, when there's uh, disorder, such as with sodomite couples or lesbian couples and things, this stuff affects the family. And if they're not dealing with these things, then 
the vacuum's created, the state is more than happy to say, yeah, we'll be God to your kids. We'll be God to you. Right. And let me point out, he is right. You know, managing your emotions is a skill. It's a learned one, but you don't put the cart before the horse. And the thing that the common core machine loves to do is tell a three-year-old, you have to use self-control. Now, I'm sorry, at three years old, you don't even understand much of what's going on other than where mom and dad is. So don't tell me that a three-year-old can successfully manage self-control because they're just not mature enough. And this is one of the things the Common Core Machine has done in the name of social and emotional learning is they are not letting children be children. They're wanting them to be little adults who are fully in in capacity of being able to manage everything. And I know adults who that's even a struggle for, but we're going to let a three-year-old have to have that live up to that. That's just not right. Um, I just wanted to point out that again, this all ties back to that comprehensive mental health plan from the UN. So Tim, if you would go to the article and it, you can't miss it, it's a black and white, but I've got all kinds of colors pointing and underlined and, and all kinds of colors used to point out just how dastardly this, yeah, there it is right there. If you want to blow that up or enlarge it, if you can, Okay, so there you go. From 2013 to 2020, it says that the mental health is an integral part of the health and well-being as reflected in the definition of health in the Constitution of the World Health Organization. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. All right, so this tells you, and I'm so sorry, this is from the World Health Organization, but it does tie into the United Nations because we know that the WHO and the UN are back to back. We also can tie this into the UN with their sustainable goal number three, which is good health for all, because part of that does encompass this world health uh, mental health plan. It also involves all kinds of things that uh, we, the people, have not asked for. So I just wanted to point that out um, as well. Okay, in Congress... As we speak, there are at least four bills that use mentoring in education to bring about more mind manipulation. Uh, H.R. 614 is to give us, we need to hire more school counselors because after all, the school counselors are the only ones who are trained uh, to help guide the children. Now, what we need to point out here is that under the common core system, we need to find out what they're guiding them in, because if it's anything like the initiative that President Obama started, the uh, school counselors were chosen as the people in the right position because they could not only duly influence the student, but the family of what career path to choose, what uh, pigeonhole they were going to be put in. And of course, social and emotional learning would be attached to whatever that is. Because again, remember, it has to be part of how you're able to find a job and and be employed. Um, So we need to make sure that we are finding out what these school counselors are doing. Uh, What agenda are they following? Are they following um, the, the state or local? Probably not because this is a federal bill. Okay, Um, I wanted to also show you guys that uh, Okay, we've got in the archives, you'll see that particular article about 
the school counselors uh, and the manipulation. I give you two. And it's not just Obama's administration, but Trump also uh, used EdFlex waivers to increase the Medicaid funding and the Medicaid Funding goes to the Title I schools, the special needs students. So, again, this is not just all a Democrat problem. This is an across-the-board problem. And so I was on a call last night, and someone was saying, well, you know, well, the Republicans are clueless on all this social and emotional learning. No, they're not. They are absolutely in on it. They may want you to think that they're clueless, but this is, by and large, such a bipartisan union over Mom and dad are too whatever to be good parents. So it's up to us as Congress to make sure that the government can micromanage. All right. We will also want to look at um, H.R. 3083. This will give us more manipulation via mentoring. If you want to read the title to that one, Tim, that would be super. Yeah, the short title is the act may be cited as the Foster Youth Mentoring Act of 2021. Okay, now the foster youth does not mean those children who are in foster care. It means that those counselors have to be trained in foster care uh, parameters to come in and to mentor the other children in schools. So that begs the question, why foster care? Think about it. You've got a government that wants to be a nanny and they're now coming to the counselors who have experience in how to deal with children who have no parents. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. In fact, uh, this goes back to something that I said the other day. I was watching a documentary dealing with stuff out of the eight. I think it was out of the 1800s. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of curious. Uh, Charles Dickens was one that was mentioned. And in his writings, you have this slew of orphans. And and people are asking, how did they get so many orphans? And a lot of it goes back to they had, um, I, I forget the name of the laws they had, but it was something to do with something like bastard laws or something. It was where a lot of women had become pregnant who were pregnant out of wedlock they were stigmatized they couldn't get work they couldn't do this they couldn't do that so mm-hmm. they couldn't care for their kids so they took the children and they were giving them these orphanages and it was it was really a way for the state to take in more and more children due to the fact that people were not obeying what god had said about sex and marriage i mean they just they weren't doing it and so the consequences of that was they were bearing children, and then those children were being given away because they couldn't take care of them because of the stigma that was put on them. And so I, I think we're seeing that now, not in this maybe the same way, but there are some evidences of that. The state, though, wants your children. We've said that all along. The, mm-hmm. we, many people have already given their children over to the state in many ways through the public indoctrination centers we call public schools. But now... You know, I've got a a thing that doesn't have something that, well, it does have something to do with this, where they're talking about going door to door to check who's vaccinated, who's not, and to see about pushing mandatory vaccinations by sometime this year. The whole point of that is not just to get a jab in your arm, it's to get it in your kids' arms and to take them from you if you're not going to let them do it. The point is they want your kids. They want your kids in all of this corruption, all of this sinful actions that that's going on in our side, the agendas is putting, they want your kids. That's the bottom line. They want them 
uh, to learn from them instead of them to learn from the creator and from their parents. Well, absolutely. Now, the last two, this is a pair. This is Senate 1696 and HR 3342. And I want you to read the title, please. Yeah, this uh, this is uh, S1696, the Youth Workforce Readiness Act of 2021. It sounds like something out of Nazi Germany is what it sounds like. Okay, would you repeat that, please? The Youth Workforce Readiness Act of 2021. Mm-hmm. Did you hear social and emotional learning anywhere in that title? Mm-hmm. No, it's all being bundled together. You've been showing us it, that. It is. It absolutely is. Okay. Both of these will use this particular pair. will use the social and emotional learning for nothing but work for red, a workforce readiness. And if you've ever doubted what we've said about it, there it is, not just from the House, but from the Senate. Well, Lynn, can now, I interject yes. something here? Because this, the stuff you're talking about, it actually reminds me, and I made mention of this the other day when we talked mm-hmm. about the caste system with our friend uh, Gutrin over there in the UK. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's this idea that, like in Brave New World, when you read in there, the people's emotions – Everything has has basically been cut off from them that's human. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sex is not for procreation. It's not for something in marriage. It's just for whoever you want. And then to basically sedate them, they're taking, uh, what was the drug, Soma or something like that. They're they're taking this drug that kind of keeps all that in check. Mm -hmm. And it this is exactly what it reminds me of. It's almost to make, um, you know, people so controllable through by their emotions that when they get in the workforce, uh, mm-hmm. they're going to be easily controlled in that as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, workforce readiness. Back in 2018, I published an article with an image that was, to me, very disturbing. Some people may look at it and go, eh, what's the big deal? But if you would show that, please, that would be the workforce readiness pipeline. All right. Now that's the that's the little image that you got there, right? Mm-hmm. In the email. Yeah, okay. it was right under the pair yeah. of um of articles. Yeah. Okay. Or bills, excuse me. Ooh, we'll get it. There you go. Doesn't that look so lovely? I mean, this is how we're illustrating human beings. Look oh. at that. <laughs> and if for those who can't oh. see it, if you want to describe it, that would be great. Yeah, it looks like there's a there's like a cylinder on its side, basic services. Inside that cylinder is another cylinder called learning and engagement sports. And inside that one is a chopped up cylinder called P20 education pipeline. What's P20 education pipeline? Preschool to college education pipeline. I see. Okay. Yeah. Now, why is it cut up? Why is it chopped up? Oh, the data trails. Ah. The data mining, the tracking. Remember the counselors pushing you into career tracks? The, mm. the, 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 the misnomer that social and emotional will make you more employable or less employable, mm. basic services. That's, that's all that, that, um, multiple tiered, uh, support system, the positive behavior, uh, supports. 
That's all those things that Anita Hogue and Charlotte Iserbeet have been telling us have been coming down the pike for years. And here you have an image and it's from the Forum for Youth Investment because, oh, yes, we have to pour money or throw money at children because after all, you know, we're going to get such a return on our investment. And I even wrote an article that was just very disgusting And it was how this forum has told the uh, leaders or supposed leaders, but those who are elected officials, that if if we'll just invest thirty thousand dollars per child in your district. okay, not only will your district see a great return on their investment when it comes to the economy, but this will also play into how well you can be reelected. Hmm. Well, and I have important. I have that article linked in as well. That was from 2018 called Steady and Ready. So if you this this was and the reason why I included this one, Tim, was because while I'd seen this pattern through all my research, that was the first time I'd ever seen it put so coldly. And this is about living, breathing people. Yeah, this is not just, you know, our little people. Remember, P through 20, that's all the way from pre-K to the time you're through with college or the way they're going now, vocational school or, or whatever they want to call it. But, you know, let's remember Common Core Machine took vocational education, threw it out the window and replaced it with Common Core Aligned Career Tech Education. Well, yeah, I know. I see that. I see how I see how these things uh, are coming together. And I really have you to thank for that because, boy, before we got before I had you on the show and doing all these things, I could see little bits of things, how they, you know, kind of work together. Mm -hmm. But I didn't realize the intricacies that, boy, they have their fingers in every everybody's pie here. And they're trying to uh, put they're trying to bring all of it together to make everybody, you know, sort of a cookie cutter cutout instead of allowing them to be what God has created them to be and use their mm-hmm. the talent the natural talents they've been given and in the case of those who've been born again the spiritual gifts that they've been given in order to not only benefit the church but the society at large and glorify God in the process. Well, absolutely and I think I bring that up in my article as well. Um I did want to show you guys though um a lot of this has to do with the mindset of we're going to give you a nudge, okay? But it's not, you know, we open the show with that about when to nudge, when not to nudge, you know, good nudges, bad nudges, that sort of thing. But I want you guys to see how the UN has given us an example of how nudges are used in higher education. That would be the the 16 through 20 part of that pipeline that we just showed. Okay, so if you would play that, it's not even three minutes, I don't think. This is the uh, green nudges at universities, right? Yes. I just want to yes. make sure I got the right mm-hmm. one. All right, here we yes. go. Mm-hmm. Hey, we've got a groove going on here. Well, what would indoctrination be without fun music? <laughs> yes. It's a little loud. I apologize, but I don't see any volume controls. And for people who are listening, uh, you'll, you just have to see it. Um, these nudges. It'll be in the archive. Yep, we'll have it in the archive. These are green nudges. Everybody, 
of it is about basically earth worship. This is where this is going to. This is all earth worship. There's no doubt about it. So okay. that's enough that's of from that. The I think. U- okay, that's from the UN. So you could think, well, wait a minute, this is America. Yep. Here are the American universities who have signed up for the nudging. And did you notice the figure? Two hundred million yeah. young people. Climate change. It's a fact. It just okay. jumped to the next thing. Sorry about that's that. That's okay. That's okay. We're we're good. Elon University here in North Carolina. Damien College. No idea where that is. Champlain College. Furman University, uh, isn't that in, uh, where's that? That's pretty close, isn't it? Okay, Pikes Peak Community College, Pacific University, Lehigh University, Bard College, the University of Rochester, well, that's New York, Geisel School of Medicine at Dartmouth, Bridgewater State University, and Fordham University. Now, those are just uh, just a few if you look at places like Brigham Young University, if you look at other places, you're going to see where they are full out UN partners. So, you know, you cannot say this is not from the UN to D.C., to your state, to your state, to your home in your face. Now, there is a link, and I'm sorry, in the article it appears to be broken, but if you want to download download and read the full version of the UN's Little Green Book of Nudges. Uh, if that link doesn't work, you can probably just do a Google search for it and um, you'll find it. But um, it wants to download straight to your computer and I was not going to do that. Okay. Yeah. I was kind of scrolling through that uh, as you mm-hmm. were speaking and mm-hmm. uh, people can get that. You say it's not working there. I don't. Uh, it looks from what I see on on my phone that the uh, link has been broken. But you know, no, it actually it wanna... actually works. I you know I just downloaded. Well, it Well, I wonder here. why it looks like that then. But yeah, there it is. Yeah, this is. And this Tim, is if you want to point out some of the things, oh, 40. Holy smoke! You want to real quick look at what those forty are. Uh, I'm not sure on what page these are going to... What are the green nudges? They go through a bunch of stuff here. Oh, they go through a bunch. Okay. Yeah. I I don't know why use nudges, who can use green nudges, how to nudge. Uh, This is what David Rizzolato was talking about when he was making mention of uh, Cass Sunstein's book. Uh, by the same name, nudge. But here's here's the thing, and and I'm glad David put that in because in the the uh, research that uh, Suzanne and I are doing on this Mindspace document, that was one of the chief books that was cited. There were others, but they keep going back to this one. And here's the thing about nudges that drives me crazy: a lawyer and an economist, not an education expert, not a mental health expert, but a lawyer. And an economist, they're playing the system, Tim. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. I mean, if we're going to let them do it, they're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I'm kind of looking through here to see. I I don't know that they have it enumerated, but they might. I'm just, I'm not seeing it. They might. I don't know. I just, I was not able to download it. So that's why I did it. So I'm sorry I'm not as up on that as I should be. Okay. Um, but I will tell you that all of this does tie in to 
also mirror the European Union's Youth yeah. Guarantee Program, which you and I have done, I don't know how many shows on, where it targets your 16 to 25-year-olds. And if they're not in school, they have to be working. And if they're not working, they have to be in some sort of training. We've talked about how this also extends into your your age and my age and all of those who are somewhere along the birth to death, cradle to grave uh, continuum, because everyone has to be in this. So, again, this is not just about um, uh, your, your, your K through 12 education system. Now, here's how I closed out the article, all right? Nudges are not always good or bad. We must take into account, though, the type of manipulation that has been described because it really doesn't take into consideration our different needs. No, it seeks to lump us all together to be micromanaged by soulless authorities who only want to control us. And why is this? Because in this educratic mind-bending agenda, most of the nudges will not come from healthcare professionals who understand when and how to properly encourage us on, but politicians for a greater good in society. And it is here that we must expose the agenda to be psycho-controlled by politicians not to embrace it. Because nowhere in our U.S. Constitution or in any other countries does it ever state that mind manipulation is a government service or right. Yeah, that's right. It's not. It's not. It absolutely is not. And I could not have done this if I had not already been looking at all these other documents from across the world, because what we're finding out is not just the UK's Mindspace paper, which America did contribute quite a bit to. Uh, There's one in Australia. There's one in Germany. And I cannot get the copy of the one in Germany because it's all in German. And I don't read German. There's no English translation. But here's what it's called. Are you ready? It's called the Panic Paper. Oh, doesn't that just (laughs) sound lovely? It's called the Panic Paper. Panic Paper. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did find that much out. Gosh. So, yeah, doesn't that sound great? The German government has a paper called Panic that's going to use to control you. Well, what better political system to to, to control you than that one? Well, I think I think there's a lot of people, though, that are that Mm -hmm. are. We use the term waking up too much, I think, maybe it there is a biblical term that, that calls for the church to wake uh, awake mm-hmm. from its slumber, but we use that sometimes too often, and I think people just start tacking on all kinds of names. I guess I, you know if you yeah. believe that uh, JFK Jr. is coming back, you know, as the VP, or Donald Trump's going to be installed on July the fourth, then then you're the woke person. On oh wait a the, minute, he was going to he was going to be reinstated in March. Then it <laughs> yeah. got moved to May. Now it's oh okay. now it's like August or something. So yeah, if oh, you're if you're one of those people, you you think you're awake, but you're really asleep because the same people are manipulating you that we're talking about right here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanted to share with everybody, I've not been able to go through it, but while we were waiting for today's show to start, yesterday I got a 1970s era document, okay? This was uh, this was mailed to me by Charlotte Iserby, and she wanted me to have it because she had been listening to some of our shows, Tim, about all this kind of subject matter. And she goes, I know this is going to tie in. Now, this was from the 70s. All right. And this the very opening page is from Governor Hunt back then. Um, and he says here uh, that he wants local independence in providing a continuum of public and private services for the health care of, of children. 
Now, how can local independence even be possible if you're using private and public entities? Because mm. that's fascism. Yeah. So how is that possible? It's not. So why put it in print to make yourself look good? But if we need, if we really want to understand a lot about why this particular document, as old as it is, would play into this, is because it's going to give us a framework from where to uh, connect what we're seeing now to what was planned way back when, when nobody was looking. Yeah. Well, it's coming to the light, and these people aren't, mm-hmm. and it's like you said, uh, those pushing this stuff, it's not, this is part of the problem. And again, I'll go back to some of the chat that I saw after the show yesterday, because I see people come in, and they watch the show, and they're they're kind of making comments as they go. And uh, one of them, it wasn't even my show, it was Bradley's show, because I had it up then. Right. And the guy come in and he go and, and he's like, "Well, Bradley's full of this. He never he points out the Democrat uh, 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 obstruction and this, that, and the other." And it's like, dude, there's enough people, quote unquote, on our side, if you will, who are already mm-hmm. dealing with that. They won't touch the stuff about the guy who is on their side or the people who are on their side. They justify it, and that's why the Sons of Liberty come along and we say, "Yeah, we agree with you about the Democrat stuff." But it's hap- this stuff is happening because the guys who are allegedly the good guys are letting it happen. And so mm-hmm. when you talk about these things here, they're letting it happen. And some of them have been bought off to the point we've talked about Lamar Alexander to the <sighs> point where they're they're out leading the they're out leading the Democrats on these on these education things and the installment well, of a UN agenda. It's that's not the Democrats. That's the guys who are supposed to be quote unquote the good guys. Well, let's not forget that Lamar Alexander sat there and told everybody, God included, that we're going to be able to go into the hospital and we're going to get mama and we're going to get the baby and we're going to cradle to grave them and we're going to take care of their education. We're going to take care of everything that they do. And what are we seeing happen? But exactly that. And he was, had always been through his service supposed service to the country been a republican so and but no he was a u.n disciple i would do want to bring up one point though that i failed to make on those particular workforce youth workforce readiness bills tim and that is that they claim they're not identical bills but they have the same title and the same intent and here's the intent to establish competitive grant programs to support out-of-school time youth workforce readiness programs, providing employability skills development, career exploration, employment readiness training, mentoring, work-based learning, and workforce opportunities for eligible youth. Now, okay, providing employability skills development, career uh, exploration, that's where those school counselors uh, came back in. Uh, the mentoring. All right. So what does out of school time youth mean? It means those students who are enrolled in school, but it's either after school hours or anytime the school is closed. Um, I also give you a report from the Wallace Foundation, which is a huge Common Core Machine member on their take of why it's so valuable for these out of time school youth to get into things like this which leads to that particular pipeline that we saw. So I wanted to make sure that I I brought that up because it will, again, attach itself to the social and emotional learning. But let's also remember, uh, every student succeeds at not only increase the amount of social and emotional learning for workforce prep, 
It also attached itself to wraparound services for not only Johnny and Susie, but Johnny and Susie's family. It also uh, changed the definition for at-risk students. And at-risk students used to mean those who were really on the edge of, of either not doing well or dropping out or being incarcerated. Every Student Succeeds Act, Tim, enlarged that at-risk to include anyone who is outside the public school system. Let me repeat that. At-risk was redefined to include anyone who was outside the public school system, as well as those who were in the public system but who were not doing well. So on one hand, you have an entire population that's outside the public system, which includes hybrid, online, parochial, um, dual enrollment, homeschool, private, faith-based. So those are all the ones that are outside the public system. And then you have those children who are in the public system and they're not doing very well. So these are things people are not catching on to because when they hear at risk, they're still thinking the old definition and the politicians know what the new definition is. Yeah, they're, they're sneaky with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And the, the reality is the real at risk children are the ones in the public school system because they're being indoctrinated or outside the public system using the public system. Yeah, that's right. That they're being indoctrinated to live under a tyranny. And in fact, look at this 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 uh and most people probably got it when we talked about green nudges, but I found mm-hmm. this near the end of that document. Everything yeah. is about sustainability. Oh yeah. It's to push that it's mm-hmm. it's to push that agenda and you know it's 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 becoming more and more clear again when we had uh, Gutrin on Last week, not not the not mm-hmm. the one this week, but last week, and he's talking about the uh, man-made famines and stuff. Well, they're doing that, and I think they're doing it in large measure to get people pushed into that sustainability thing. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're going to give the smart cities and all of that stuff sounds to me very reminiscent of Babylon because they the the people said at the time, let us come together and build a city so we won't be destroyed. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. on the face of the earth. And so they did that. This sounds like a recreation of Babylon, if you will, in multiple cities. It, it's not a far stretch. It really isn't. And, you know, uh, the one nudge I saw that really just gripes me is that if we eat plant-based, we're being more environmentally friendly. BS and horse hockey we are. Because, you know, those other animals, I mean, all those animals are part of the environment. And God clearly gave us not only dominion over them, but he said, I give you every animal and every plant. That's right. Well, that's it. No, that's exactly right. They're coming along and they're teaching something that is against Scripture. Again, when you go over to Paul and he says these things are coming in the last days, he says that they're going to teach you not to eat meat and not to marry. I'm telling you, that one's coming along, too, and that goes right in line with the Brave New World thing because they're basically uh, incubating babies. They're making babies without the people making babies. And uh, so you, you've got that kind of uh, thing that's going on, and I, I do think that Huxley and others were saying what the future was, at least their view of the future. And so all I right. think this all ties in with the warnings that have come before uh, Orwell and, and people like that, but... But even out of scripture, where it's it's warned us, this kind of stuff comes from people 
who are at war with God. They they want to change their reality into what they want it to be instead of living according to what the Creator said. Well, one of the dangers of this this SEL is, and we're seeing this play out in all kinds of things, is that part of the mindset is that you have to change your attitudes, values, and your beliefs, whether you want to change them or not, because if you don't, then you're not being a good citizen. And if you're not some militant social justice idiot, then you certainly are not socially and emotionally learning anything. Well, that's right. That's right. Uh, Lynn, we're coming up against the end yes. of the show. We've got about two minutes here or so. Okay. And uh, you've got something coming up. And uh, you want to tell people how they can help you in that and what, what you're doing? Oh, okay. Uh, yes, I want to give an update. The uh, Oklahoma and possibly Texas meetings have been shifted from August to September. Uh, I did not realize it, but dates are just not working out for August. But yes, if anyone would like to help me offset the travel needs for that, because what I do is a labor of love. I do not beg money, uh, but I do let you know that this is a need. And yes, I will need travel graces. I've already been able to receive one gift and thank you Linda from Nevada and uh, yes you can go on my www.commoncoreDiva.com there is a donate button it will take you to a safe and secure PayPal account and anything that you can uh, afford to to bless me with would be very greatly appreciated and if you cannot bless financially please bless my family and myself with prayer because we all need all the prayer that we can get Amen. And tell people where they can find out where they can find okay. out more about you. All right. Well, the blog, of course, is commoncordiva.com. You can find me on USA.life. You can find me on localactivist.org, which is a part of the Citizens for Free Speech. Patrick Wood heads that up. It is an absolutely free organization, but with all our First Amendment rights up uh, for grabs, especially through the social emotional learning and all the stuff we've talked about, that would be a great group to join as well. You can find me um, on MeWe. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Common Core Diva. You can, of course, find me on Facebook at Common Core Diva. I also have another page called U.S. Parent Call to Action. You can find me on Breaking News Journal on Amazon and Roku TV. I have my own channel there and subscriptions are as low as $3, I believe, $3 a month. And you can have all kinds of content there, uh, not only my channel, but others. And it's all nice and clean. So you don't have to worry about dirty words or inappropriate images, that sort of thing. Amen. Amen. Well, Lynn, we appreciate you as always. Let me hit one thing before we, we go again. This week, by Saturday night at midnight, if you want the Cowards Will Preserve or Will Not Preserve the Republic t-shirts, multiple colors there, and you want to get 10% off by using the promo code REPUBLIC10, go to the store, sonsoflibertymedia.com, go to the store, the button's right at the top of the page, and get it, REPUBLIC10, get you 10% off. And then don't forget, Kate has made mention of this product. It is a zeolite product. I've been using it for over a week now. I gave it to my mom who's been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. You can get a bottle of it to try for five bucks. Go to sonslibertymedia.com. Rare miracle, miracle mineral removes deadly toxins and heavy metals. Go to the bottom, get it for five bucks. Bradley Bennett, three. See you.